0: Hey everyone and welcome to Reese Rambles, the official podcast of Control Alt Reese, episode number 51 and how are you all doing? I hope you're all well, my happy little ramblers. And yes, this will be the first one of uh, February 2024, I think. So yes, how are you all doing? I'm sure the conspiracy theorists among you will have noticed that I'm dressed the same as, as last week's ramble. Setting is very much the same. Hair is very much the same. It's almost like I recorded them on the same day for some reason. But we'll keep that between us, shall we? And let's not tell anyone that I'm on holiday at the moment because uh, you might come here and steal all my stuff. No, by the time you uh, by the time you see this or listen to this, I'll be basically on my way home anyway. But of course, I didn't want to be recording one of these on holiday. Last time that happened, I ended up in a uh, in a wardrobe. So yeah. Um, but in this, in this episode, because obviously I can't talk about current news and events and things, I thought I would talk, I thought I'd do a little bit of a, a kind of navel-gazing and talk about my own channel and talk about how I've handled some mistakes that I've made on my channel. So, um, yeah, it's quite a long one, so let's get on with it. So the main theme for this week's video is mistakes mistakes that I have made in some of my YouTube videos and how I've dealt with those mistakes and how I've kind of corrected them because I don't shy away from my mistakes. I never have. um, I don't want to put misinformation and and, uh, stuff out there that isn't right but occasionally things do slip through the net. I, I do do a huge amount of research but of course there's a lot of conflicting information out there on all sorts of different topics and yeah i don't always get it right and i always i'm always very upfront and very open about it uh, when you know when i do mess up and that's kind of what this is all about and this is this is for uh, this is kind of aimed at my my viewers and my listeners who watch my channel. Uh, just kind of show you a little bit behind the scenes and about my thought process about some of the stuff that I've done over the past few years because I thought you might find that interesting. But it's also for uh, it's also for kind of fellow YouTubers. I know I know a lot of you out there have your own channels uh, doing similar things to me, and I just thought I'd show you my approach to this. And, and yeah, you know, if you've got any kind of feedback on that, either as a casual viewer or as a uh, as a, uh, a supporter, or as a uh, even as a, a fellow content creator, fellow hashtag influencer, uh, yeah, let me know down in the comments. I'd be quite interested to uh, know, you know, to hear your thoughts on this kind of stuff. So let's have a look at the first example, and it's from the very early days of my channel. Uh, so this was this was December, and this was three years ago. So this would have been December twenty twenty one. Yes, twenty twenty. Uh, 2019 yeah it would have been December 2021 and there's quite an interesting story about how this came about so I ended up on a uh, on a mailing list uh, that was run by Mr Lurch and he'd uh, he'd started obviously uh, you know big Australian um, retro computing youtuber who is uh, he's on a break at the moment but um, yeah, um, he uh, he started something called Septandy, where in, in September he was making videos about uh, Tandy stuff, Tandy computers and that kind of thing, obviously the TRS-80 and the uh, COCO and all those lovely machines that Tandy made back in the day. And uh, he, uh, he obviously got some, some fellow creators on board with that, and it became a whole thing, and it, it was quite successful. And then he... Uh, he, he he thought, okay, well, we'll do a DOS themed one in December. There he is on screen. If you're watching on YouTube, um, we'll do a DOS theme. And 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 somehow I ended up on the mailing list for this, and I was having this back and forth. And I'd I'd only been sort of making videos on YouTube for for about a year, and I kept seeing all these big names pop up, like um you know like the eight bit guy and 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 Adrian Black and obviously, um you know Mr Lurch himself and all these other big names. In fact, I've got a list here. We've got. To, Josh Malone and uh, Dave Just Dave, uh, Mindflare Retro, uh Jan Beta, of course, retro channel, uh, no Noel, Noel's Retro Lab, um, Retrospector 78. He's just come back after a bit of a break. Um so yeah, these are you know, all these big names, all these people that kind of inspired me. I was like, oh, okay, this is this is kind of a big deal. And I <laughs> I ended up in this roundtable discussion video. I think um I think Neil from RMC was supposed to be representing the um the British contingent, so to speak, and uh, he had some kind of very last-minute family commitment thing, and, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it, you know, why not? i have absolutely terrified uh, talking to these people and being part of this big thing, having not done this for very long, but I thought, well, you know, you've got to do these things, you've got to jump in feet first, and so that's what I did. I'll just skip to my part, and you can, you can see how awful it looks. I disappeared off the bottom of the screen. Now I think I'm using the uh, built-in webcam on my laptop, and um, it, it, you, know, you can see my old set there as well, a very early form of it. it probably not long uh, rechange, um, redone stuff. And here I am talking about. Uh, I think I'm talking about playing Wolfenstein 3D on my on my dad's old Work 286. I'll link to that so you can give it a watch if you want a bit of a laugh. But yeah, this isn't uh, this isn't the mistake. Other than correct correcting Adrian about uh, IBM PCs and where they're actually manufactured, and I was wrong and he was right, and I, I still I still lose sleep over that today. Although we are back on speaking terms now, so um, you know, maybe you didn't take it to heart too much. Um, but other than that, this isn't the mistake, but this this led to me making the mistake, the first big mistake on my channel, and the first time I actually took a video down, much like my recent uh, recent PC98 video, of course, that I took down because I'd made a mistake in that one, which is kind of what led to me, it's the thought process that led to me doing this in the first place. So this video was about the S3 Verge, this is the, this is, the unlisted version of that video and basically what happened is i'd bought this pc oh the audio's on we'll turn that off so <laughs> i'd bought this um this pc i think was this when i used to record things on my phone or maybe i'd just got the sony camera at this point not sure but um this was this this was a December video, and I'd, I'd, I'd promised them that I'd make at least one video on the theme of something DOS-related over the course of, of December. And I was actually working on my IBM fifty-one fifty, which you can see in the background here, and, and, and doing a video about the uh, the upgrades and stuff that I'd done to that. And I, I wanted that video to be spectacular. I wanted it to be amazing because obviously, you know, December was this big thing, and I, I wanted to kind of impress my my peers and my heroes and stuff. And at the beginning of this, I, I kind of start off talking about the PC and, and how that video is kind of in the pipeline. And in the meantime, I spotted uh, I spotted something that came up on eBay. I think someone actually shared it on Twitter. Someone I follow and said, "Hey, somebody should buy this and make a video about it." And so I did. And it's this, um, yeah. It, it's it's a Pentium. It's a two hundred and sixty-six MMX system in what's evidently what evidently was originally a um, uh, like a two hundred and eighty-six era case. And I bought it, it's horrifically yellowed, but I quite like the look of it. I think Adrian's got the same case as well, uh, one of his PCs that features quite heavily in his videos, so um, I I kind of thought, oh, you know, Adrian will like this, this will impress him. And uh, yeah, so I bought this thing on eBay, it arrived, it was one of those listings where, you know, it has a picture and it just says like, computer, and then that's it. Um, So I bought it for like 50 quid or something, no idea what was in it. And... Started uh, started tearing it down. I did like a, an unboxing and tear down type video. Yeah, all the screws were uh, mismatched, and it turned out that it had it had an ESS audio drive sound card in it, which I actually had as a kid, which was really exciting. Um, and I think Phil's Computer Lab had recently done a video on the ESS audio drive and how it was like a really good um, sort of hidden gem of a, a retro gaming sound card. And so uh, I was really pleased to discover one of those in there, but it also had an S3 Verge. Now, the S3 Verge was an early 3D graphics card and it actually kind of predated the original Voodoo card, although there was a bit of an argument about that, but if you look at the release dates, it was was actually out a few months before the original Voodoo card, so you can legitimately say that it did predate the Voodoo card. And they also have a reputation for being a bit rubbish. Um, people refer to it as the 3D decelerator, because there are certain systems, this one included, that I actually showed in this video, where um, it, software rendering app, app performs the 3D card. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, you know, early 3D, it, it was exper- you know, all very experimental. And, uh, of course, I was making this video kind of off the cuff as an unboxing, had no idea this card was in there. And I thought, um, I thought, well, I'll... I'll, I'll yeah, I, I, this, this card is something special, but I don't really know much about them, so I'll Google it. And I found a list of compatible games, and I thought, right, this is it. I'm going to install some of these games from this list, and I'm going to show them running. And say, look, you know, look at these games running on the uh, on the S3 Verge card. I didn't really, um, you know, think much more of it. it. Captured captured loads and loads of footage. It was a huge amount of work. And I put the video out there, and I started to get comments from people saying these games are running in software rendering mode, then, that you know, did, did you apply the patches properly? And I thought, oh, oh dear. Now, I had a Voodoo 3 back in the day. That was my very first 3D card. And by that point, you didn't really, you know, you didn't need to install patches and stuff. If it said, um, you know, OpenGL or Glide or whatever on, on the game box, then you installed it and it, it detected the card and it worked. Generally, I know there was still some stuff that you needed like specific executables for and stuff like that, but you know it, it it was at the point where that 3d um, gaming thing was kind of starting to mature and yeah um, i have to say um <laughs> the commenters were right and at first i thought no uh, you know it, it's still a useful video it's still it's still quite valuable uh, but because it was on the DOS december playlist i mean this got 7300 views and i had like a thousand subscribers at the time i was, I was getting like <laughs> It low 100s of views on my video, so this was massive for me. It was the first absolutely massive uh, video on my channel. And yeah, I, uh, you know, some, some of the comments were quite nasty and calling me an idiot and saying you should take this video down, you know, this is all completely wrong. And I, I put some serious thought into it and I thought, you know what, this is kind of my first big appearance on the world stage. Uh, loads of people discovering my channel for the first time, and they're, they're gonna think I'm an idiot and I don't know what I'm doing, so I took it down. I took it down, and I rather than reworking this video, and, and, and obviously it couldn't be saved. Um, and I was too busy working on my IBM fifty one fifty video, desperately trying to get that out by the end of the month. So I just thought, no, nope, just abort that whole attempt. Let's, let's not let's not speak of this again. Got it removed from the official playlist, and yeah, I didn't actually revisit this until uh, June of the next year. I actually did, did this as a GPU June. Uh, video. Uh, of course Nathan from Pixel Pipes organizes uh, GPU June, or at least he did back then, I don't think it's a thing anymore. It was all stuff to do with like graphics cards and uh, you know 3D gaming and that kind of thing. And this is uh, the video that I did, as you can see this is absolutely terrible shot here, terrible lighting and for some reason I'm slightly out of focus and the background's fully in focus but there you go. I, it was, I was still relatively new to all this, uh, wearing the iconic green t-shirt as always. But I got the PC out again. I'd retrobrighted it by this point. I don't know if I talked about that in this video. Probably did. Yes, I did. So as you can see, it's not that horrific, uh, horrific uh, beigey uh, brown colour that it was originally. And yeah, I, I actually talked about how I'd released this video and how it was wrong and how I wanted to put things right by by sort of recovering all of these games. So I did this video, and this one's had thirty-two thousand views. So yeah, quite a successful video and I went through and I, I tracked down every single game that supported the S3 Verge, I set them all up properly and you know got them patched and set up, I talked about how to set them up in the video, I put download links for all of the games, there's a page on my website that has a link to every single game and every single patch and everything that you need to install to get it working on the Verge and yeah, really went to town on this massive project to kind of um, fully document the S3 Verge and the games that were available for it off the back of that initial mistake. And, yeah, um, you know, the, the video's been quite successful for the channel, which is great, and obviously kind of did a correction. <laughs> had a few people at the time who were like, oh, you know, I, I just would have pinned a comment. This is a, this is an insane amount of work. And it, it was, I mean, it was months' months worth of work to uh, put this video together. But really good, really uh, enjoyable uh, project this, and really got to know The Verge, um, get my opinions on, on the games and sort of how they run compared to software rendering mode and, and that that kind of stuff. Talked about the history of S3 and, and their graphics cards and all of that. So yeah, I'm really pleased with that video. I'm quite proud of that one and quite proud of that whole project to sort of document all of those games and things. And that all came from a mistake, um, you, know, you know, something that I'd kind of, uh, kind of rushed and um, yeah, kind of learned a valuable lesson about not rushing stuff. So evidently, having not learned from my recent lessons, I want to talk about something a little bit controversial and I want to talk about a person although I won't be identifying said person uh, because they're a troll and they were very mean to me and I'm going to tell the story of that so uh, I'm not saying this because I want anyone to try to work out who this person is I'm, I'm going to try not to give too much information but you know what I'm like with the oversharing and stuff but I do think this is I do think this is quite an interesting story that I do want to talk about and it is, is an important part of the story of my channel so the acorn archimedes now i love this machine. Um, the Acorn Archimedes, if you're not familiar with it, was released in, oh, what is that camera angle? This is great. Some of these, going back to some of these old videos. Um, th- this came out three years ago, 2,300 views. So yeah, re- you know, reasonably successful, although I think it's kind of, I don't think it did very well at the time. I think it's kind of gradually picked those up over the past few years. But uh, I-, I bought this Acorn Archimedes and it was it was. Was a computer that uh, kind of competed with the the Atari ST and the Amiga and uh, and that kind of era of computers. It was released way back in 1987 and the thing that this computer is famous for is of course it had the first ARM CPU in it which is the CPU that now powers all of our mobile phones and and Raspberry Pis and everything else. Um, And This is the computer that it was kind of designed and invented for and that's just what I'm talking about at this point in the video just showing some examples of those uh, you know, arm-powered devices, and I, I did a couple of videos on this machine, um, just just kind of exploring it and restoring it and, and you know working on it. And one of the one of the quite popular mods that uh, wasn't really all that well documented at the time, at least on video, was a an audio upgrade mod. So basically, the, there's an audio op amp in there, and the, the part that they used was was quite a low quality one, and you can actually replace that with a modern um, sort of higher end. Uh, audio op amp chip and you can also modify some of the audio circuitry inside to improve the quality of the audio output which uh, I thought yeah that that sounds like a really cool topic for a video so I decided to do that I I thought that'd be quite a fun little project and I I made the video and again this was another one that I actually put a load of work into because I captured all of the audio before and after and I ran it through a a spectrum analyzer so you can actually see the difference. Let's see if I can find an example of that. You can actually see the difference of like the frequency response afterwards, and the way it just kind of opens up, and um, you know, you kind of get the full sort of spectrum of of audio with this with this modification in place. And I wanted to show that, and not only play kind of audio samples of that, but also show it visually as well, which I did. Like I say, absolute ton of work this. And somebody contacted me off the back of this, uh, someone who's a really active member of the Acorn community, and. He obviously said that you know how, how much he enjoyed the video and and all the rest of it, uh, and uh, you know he invited me to uh, join a particular Discord server for this community. It was really really enthusiastic and was like, oh, you know, I'm so pleased to see the, the the Archimedes getting such good quality coverage, and I really like what you've done here, and really looking forward to the rest of you. Really really friendly guy. I've, you know, I've I've had quite a few people contact me over the years just like this, and um, it's always it's always really appreciated. Um, You know. The views and stuff are one thing, but to, to actually uh, have individual people contact you and and, and thank you for, for doing this stuff, it, it's kind of uh, make it all worth it. So I joined this Discord server. I'm going to pause this for a second because uh, this is actually what I'm going to talk about. I joined this Discord server and people were talking about my video and it was all generally very positive. And obviously the person that contacted me was, was very active in the conversation. But there was one very grumpy person <laughs> who taken a dislike. And it was a a gatekeeper-y type of, uh, I mean, it's an older gentleman and it's someone who's reasonably well known in that community, someone who's quite a big figure and quite well respected and um, does a lot of projects in that community. So I was quite surprised because I I knew the name and it's someone I've been following for a long time and someone whose name had come up a few times in the course of my research for this video. And yeah, kind of one of the sort of elders and uh, respected figures in this community. And he was, he was like nitpicking all sorts of stuff. And his main, um, he did, I ended I ended up actually sort of trying to explain myself and saying, well, look, you know, this is why I've done this and, this. and every explanation I came up with, he'd come up with another thing and say, oh yeah, but what about this? But what about that? Um, everyone else was, was kind of on my side and agreeing with me and, and you know, like, oh, okay, fair enough. You know, it sounds like i would made some hideous mistakes in this video, and I really didn't. But the main one that came up was this, which you can actually see uh, if you're watching this on YouTube as we speak, and this is taking the motherboard out to actually perform this mod. And I um, I took the front off the case. Now, this the motherboard that's actually in my Archimedes has this huge RAM expansion on the front, and above that, above that RAM expansion, when it's actually in the case, Is like a big metal bracing bar thing that holds the drives on the front, and the Archimedes is designed in such a way that you can you can take a couple of screws off at at the back. There's like these slot panel slot things. I forget what they call them, but a couple of screws off at the back, and then the whole motherboard just slides out the back. It's a really lovely system to work on, really well designed. But because mine had this big RAM expansion, and because of the way it was positioned, kind of under this, um, you know, under the actual part of the chassis it wouldn't slide backwards out of the back of the case. The only way to get it out was by sliding it forwards, which meant I had to take the front of the case off. Now, taking the front of the case off is only like four or five screws anyway, it's not a huge, it's not a huge deal. And I was well aware of the right way to do this, um, but uh, yeah, obviously in the video I showed, and I explained in the voiceover, I said, you know, usually you would take the, the motherboard out backwards, but because it's got this big RAM expansion on it, um, unfortunately I'm gonna have to slide it out forwards, which means stripping down part of the case not a big deal at all, but this guy, he was obsessed with this, he was he, he was really, really angry about it, and he was like, you have no idea what you're doing, uh, you know, YouTubers coming in here uh, think you know about the Archimedes, and you know, you're just another hack, and yeah, it was like quite nasty stuff, and um, yeah, of course, I, I said to him, well, I explained in the voiceover, it's got this RAM expansion, and he said, oh, well, when they did the RAM expansion, they replaced the uh, they, they replace the, the, the rivets that hold that, that bar in place with screws, so you can just unscrew it. So why didn't you just do that? And I said, well, yeah, I came across that when I was doing the research, um, but mine doesn't have the screws. It, it, it's still riveted in place. And he said, well, the person that upgraded it in the first place was wrong. You know, they did it wrong. And I was like, well, it wasn't me. <laughs> when I bought it, it was like that. Um, so, yeah, and um, I said, but, you know, I, I explained all of this in the voiceover. And he said, oh, I had to watch it on mute because your voice is so annoying. And I just thought, this guy, you know, it's like I'm a potential customer. This guy makes stuff for this machine and sells it. I'm a potential customer for some of this stuff. <laughs> you know, I've shown an interest in this machine and joining this tiny community because, you know, it's not a big community. And, um, yeah, this is this is the way he treats me. I, I had a real beer in his bonnet about uh, about oh YouTubers covering covering the beloved Archimedes and people not knowing what they're talking about. Anyway, um, that's an example of me not capitulating to trolls uh, because the guy was just a dick, quite frankly. And I left the video up and I left that Discord and I've never had anything to do with that community ever again. And and that's why that was the last Archimedes video on my channel, really. Um... Yeah, I, I, I don't know what else I kind of wanted to cover, but uh, I, I wasn't going to take the video down because of that, because it was absolutely not my fault. But there you go. That's uh, that's another example of weird, weird YouTube stuff and mistakes. But actually, that one wasn't a mistake. That was just, um, yeah, someone, someone uh, being unpleasant. So let's move on to the next one. So I thought I'd round this off with the big one and if you're familiar with my channel at all you know what I'm going to talk about now, Uh, of course the infamous video that I took down at one point uh, because I just couldn't be doing with it and a very controversial decision at the time, still a controversial decision with some people but Hey, it's gone, and it's a massive burden uh, gone from my mind. So, of course, I am talking about the solar stuff. This infamous thing that always comes up whenever, whenever anyone talks about my channel. Um, so, yeah, I um, I'd started watching some videos about um, people like picking stuff up from scrapyards and restoring them. I, I can't remember the name of the channel, but there, there was a specific channel that started it off, and it was a guy that was buying like old bits of machinery and stuff and fixing them up. Really interesting channel, and he, um, he he had this project to kind of build his own solar setup, um, and he'd um, he'd go to like scrapyards and buy like scrapped electric cars and things, um, and buy the battery packs or at least scrapped battery packs, um, and replace like individual cells in them um, to build sort of working. Uh, lithium batteries and that was that was kind of a big thing that he was doing on his channel building these kind of diy lithium batteries and and fixing existing ones refurbishing them all of that really good stuff and i I got really into this and you know i watched a few of his videos and then i had a few others recommended to me of people um building their own lithium batteries and things and i was thinking well, well I'm not really sure what I'd use one for, but it looks like it'd be quite a fun project. And of course, that all tied into the solar stuff, and I started getting solar stuff recommended to me, videos of people's DIY solar setups, all of that kind of stuff. And I thought, well, this is of interest actually, because I've always kind of been weirdly fascinated by solar power. And there was actually originally, there was actually originally an intro to this video that I recorded, but I, I actually cut out. Oddly enough, a very long rambling intro about when I was a kid. I, I used to get like these, these uh, encyclopaedia things, um, and it was like one of these series where you buy, you know, new pages every week, and it eventually builds up into like a, a set of encyclopaedias. I don't know why my parents uh, bought it for me, but uh, it was it was absolutely fascinating. It was, it was actually quite well put together, from what I remember, and. One of the things in there was was about um, the International Space Station, which, of course, was being built at the time during the 90s. And obviously, I, as I was kind of growing up as a kid, I went from this thing being kind of designed and, and put together as a concept thing and actually launching and going into service. And that was kind of a part of my childhood. I was, I was kind of a bit obsessed with it. And of course, that's all solar powered and, you know, these huge solar panels. And I was thinking, well, you know, you, you can power something huge like this and, and do all this cool stuff. And it's just like free from the sun you know you don't have to burn anything or anything like that and anyway I've kind of always had this weird weird obsession with it I remember trying to make my own solar panels when I was a kid by the way um having absolutely no idea what I was doing with like coils of wire and batteries and stuff I mean I would be like five or something so anyway <laughs> anyway weird confession so I, I finally, after being recommended these videos, I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to buy a DIY solar kit and I'm going to put it all together on my house and I'm going to use it to power my computers and things. And yeah, that, that's what I did. I bought this kit and I made this video of me assembling it. And I thought, well, this isn't going to do very well. Um, you know, my, my viewers are interested in old computers and that kind of stuff. They're not, not really interested in solar panels, but hey, I'm, I'm doing this. I may as well film it and put a quick video together put the kit together as per the instructions, and made the video and yep, uploaded it to my channel. And the next day, the government, the British government, announced the energy price cap was going up. So the uh, the way energy prices, elect- electricity and gas pricing works in the UK, is that um, you know, we uh, basically the, the, there's like a, a cap, because obviously they fluctuate so much, there's a cap which is the maximum amount that the energy companies are allowed to charge us, and the government... Determine that cap on a, a periodic basis, and it went up by quite a lot. And energy prices were up uh, for various reasons that I won't go into. And all of a sudden, people were thinking, "Oh, oh, you know, I, I need to, uh, <laughs> I need to get on top of this. I need. How can I save money on my energy bills? How can I like, sort of uh, maintain some independence?" And all the um, like, the big solar installers and stuff were like fully booked out for months. Um, there were shortages of trying to get the panels and things because everyone was. Spending a fortune on this stuff. There's someone outside with a very noisy motorbike at the moment. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, anyway, <laughs> and people started looking at DIY solar, and of course they went onto YouTube, and this was all this was all kind of um, like search driven initially. The first few days of, of this video, and it went mental. It went absolutely insane, and we were on holiday at the time. Um, and I, I remember checking YouTube Studio and checking the views and stuff, and, and then they um, YouTube made me the uh, Was it creator on the rise? So my channel was advertised on the trending page on the YouTube homepage and drove even more views to this. Um, So yeah, it it ended up at 826,000 when I finally took it down. And I did some follow-ups. The the immediate follow-up from this, which was me trying to correct some issues, I should have learned from my mistakes and taken it down and redone it. But because it was doing so well, I thought, well, I'll do a follow-up video. Um, just saying, all right. I, I did make some mistakes in the first video. Sorry about that. You know, th- this is kind of how I've addressed them. And here's the answers to some of the most common questions that I'm getting, things like planning permission and electrical safety questions, and how much it, money it saves, and and all that stuff. And that that got over like a hundred thousand views as well. But yeah, this was uh, this this was a big big uh, kind of a yeah kind of a big mistake on my channel. Yeah, it's um, the reason for that is is because it just ended up dominating everything that that I did, and I talk about this quite. I've talked about this quite a lot a few times. Um, you know that I've been interviewed uh, recently. I have people joining my Discord server asking me how to set up their own solar setups, and what what are the best panels to buy, and what are the best batteries to buy, and what's the you know, what What the differences between the different types of charge controller, and I said in the video, I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm completely new to this, I'm just building this kit and documenting it, and still people came to me and, and, and asked me these questions, and I wasn't qualified to answer them, and I felt quite bad for them when I, I was like, look, I'm sorry, I can't answer these questions, I know I'm like this massively successful solo YouTuber, but I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, you've got to see the funny side, and yeah, that, that that was that was kind of that. And it, at the end of it all, I just thought, no, this this is silly. Are people emailing me, you know, hundreds of comments on this. I have, um, you know, you make a video about solar power and you attract all sorts of people, people in the solar community who know what they're doing. They're already experts on all this and they see a new person coming in and, you know, they're they're nitpicking and going over it with a fine tooth comb and saying, "Oh, yeah, you know, he's not done his research. Why has he done it that way? You know, oh God, what an idiot!" And of course, they'll comment and call you an idiot. Some people from that same community who actually want to be encouraging and helpful and say, "Oh, hey, you know, really cool to see you getting into it. You know, here's some tips and things that you might want to improve." And so that's that's kind of how the solar co- community received it. And then you've got these people. Uh, politically charged people who um see anything to do with any kind of renewable energy or anything and they they, they don't watch the video they just come in and they just want to shout at you and call you like woke and a a shill for the green agenda and i I didn't talk about any of that kind of stuff in the video i was just saying you know can i power all my stuff using these using this kit that was literally it and all the people you know coming in and saying oh yeah that's never going to save you any money what a complete waste of money you know it's like well for a start, what I spent on this kit, I made ten times as much in ad revenue, so it wasn't a waste of money. Although to be fair, that was more luck than judgement. Um, but I didn't go into it trying to save money. I, you know, if I buy a, an old computer for three hundred quid and then I fix it up and use it once, and then it sits on the shelf, nobody comes into my comments and says, "God, what a waste of money! Why would you waste your money on that?" Um, but for some reason, you know, you do the same with solar, and uh, yeah, it, it's kind of this massive issue. But Anyway, that's more of a rant than anything, isn't it? I tried, tried to be positive on on Reese Rambles, so uh, yeah, um, I, I took that video down, and I've, I've I did a follow up where I just kind of summed the whole thing up in a very kind of vague way. Left that on the channel just for anyone who was kind of residually looking for solar stuff. The main issue that I had with this video with, with my channel uh, was the, um, the the subscribers that I gained off the back of it, oddly enough. And I remember I remember that around the time this went out, I was really kind of Desperately trying to get to 7,000 subscribers. That, that was what I wanted more than anything else in the world. It was like if once I hit 7,000 subscribers, that's you know that's it. I'm, I've made the I've made the big leagues. And within the space of a couple of months, um, I blew through 7,000, 10,000, 15,000, and I think I hit just over 20,000 before I I took the videos down. And that was all all straight off the back of the of the solar stuff. People subscribing to the channel because they wanted to keep up with the series and, and see what you know where it was going to go and, and <laughs> all of that. But I built the system. I got everything I wanted out of it. It works. I still use it at home. Obviously, it doesn't it doesn't generate quite so much power in the winter, but um, certainly in the summer I can run everything off it just full time and it's fine in in my little office. Obviously, I'm not talking about the whole house. Um, and of course it's you know it's never it's never going to pay for itself because you know, in the electricity that, that it generates because it, it's a very small sort of hobbyist RV slash camper type setup. But yeah, um another mistake, I guess. Although it grew my channel massively, but none of those people are interested in my retro computing content. So as far as YouTube's concerned, I've got a big chunk of subscribers that never watch my videos, which can't be a good look as far as the algorithm's concerned. And I think it did. It did actually have quite a big negative effect on my channel. Um... And there I had to deal with all of the uh, all of the abuse from people and, and stuff like that although I, I don't take comments and things to heart but when it's uh, w- when you log on every day to check your new comments and you've just got hundreds from angry people who hate solar panels it's it does get a bit grating I must admit and that, that is a big reason why I took it down but yeah another uh, another kind of uh, big mistake on my channel so yeah I think that's the last one obviously you're aware of the NEC pc 98 and how I dealt with that I talked about that last week and um Let's, let's do the outro. So, that's all I have for you for episode 51 of Reese Rambles. Something a little bit different, but like I say, I'm away this week and normal service shall resume next week. And I promise not to talk about myself too much. But uh, yeah, a little insight there into my channel and some of the thinking behind it and some of the decisions that I've made regarding some videos and things I've kind of regretted and done wrong. Because, like I say, I like to be open about these things, I think it's just the, the best way to have it all out in the open and then nobody can uh, attack you for it and use it against you. And why not? Why not? There's uh, no shame in admitting when you get things wrong. We're only human after all. At least, well, I hope at least some of you are anyway. So thank you ever so much for listening. Normal service shall resume next next week, next week, as I say. And um, yeah, that's all. So bye.